Rap Drugs, Rap Drugs Pod. Pod. Welcome, everybody. Uh, Welcome, all you convicts and drug dealers and drug addicts and yeah. strippers. Homeless man all watching from the library <laughs> in between pornos. <laughs> <laughs> Your library's probably got pornos blocked, yeah. actually. Why else would you be watching anything other than pornos? <laughs> Rap Drugs Pod. Yeah. Rap Drugs Pod. It's the home of the degenerates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Everybody's welcome. We know that we're degenerates and uh, we don't join the cartel. Home, so <laughs> you're welcome here. It's not a safe space, but <laughs> that's what makes us feel comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> if you uh, want a safe space, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is your warning now. Exactly. Like uh, David Blaine, I, I was addicted to the, like Joe Rogan, I watch every episode. I was yeah. sucked into the David Blaine episode today while I was putting those clips up for all you fiends and uh, working my ass off it, on the day job. I was uh, cutting the clips and copying the time notes over to there and just ended up getting into the Joe Rogan and David Blaine episode and I couldn't shut it off. It was so good. And David Blaine was just talking about how like sleep deprivation and being in ice got him hallucinating like mad. And he's like, definitely not a safe space. Like he didn't say it in the same words, but when I say safe space, that's all, that's the only way I think of it is on psychedelics. He was saying yeah. uh, he, he was get, started having a bad trip, but uh, he had to have next time he did a kind of thing like that. He had to have like friends and family around to like see and talk to and correspond. So like pretty nuts, <laughs> but yeah, I won't get too much into the, I know you guys kind of like us talking about some of the episodes. I'm sure uh, a lot of people are going to be talking about this pod. I'm only, I still got an hour left and I haven't seen uh, some of the most. Yeah, I haven't watched it at all. Yeah, I guess it's one, uh, I don't know uh, if it's going to be the Never only one. I've been a Joe's. big David Blaine fan. Yeah, me either, <laughs> but I, I'm always interested on, uh, I'll always give anyone's story a chance. Except on uh, the Joey Diaz po- church of what's happening now i don't have time to listen to all the pods but on joe rogan there's, <laughs> there's something about either the just the bluntness of joe like being a being a joe you know like just duh, yeah. and uh just the getting drunk and high and having like the mastermind jamie there at his like his right hand man like, yeah something kingish about that where people just like open up and like the I- He's also like one of the best interviewers. Like he's Barbara Walters, like or Walter Cronkite of sixty minutes. Like that's Joe Rogan now. Yeah. Like you did, you yeah. used to see that kind of quality on television. You don't anymore. I I feel like he also is like like everyone's trying to play up to him. Yes. Because he's so famous now. The way everybody else who talks about him like all his friends like Bobby Lee or Bert Kreischer and stuff like they're all like st- just thought of as stepping stones to the Joe Rogan podcast yeah and, like you know it's, it's just like it, everyone says anyone at the, the Joe Rogan store. podcast your your sub count goes up millions like yeah yeah your we, fan base just blows up yeah if if Joe Rogan invited me on the podcast I'd say no so I I think the think thing is like think I'd be like no you have to come on ours like the power that be yeah. Yeah. He has to come on ours. Yeah. He, yeah. That's There's the no deal. chance. No chance. I'd go the other way first. <laughs> yeah. 
I'd be like, if you come to our podcast, yeah, sure. I'll consider it. Yeah, I might go on yours. <laughs> yeah. Me and yeah. Todd also want Tim Dillon on the pod, though, if we're there. Yeah. And we're going deep <laughs> on conspiracies. No. Yeah, only aliens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. And Bill Gates. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> only only elites. We only want to hear about the elites. Yeah. Only, <laughs> only Alan Dershowitz. Just to go deep on only Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> but uh, Chapo Trap House, they actually went deep on Alan Dershowitz earlier this week. I know I oh, haven't yeah. talked, I, maybe I have talked about that pod on here. I'm a pod, pod addict, if you guys can't notice. I like, because uh, the day job's at the desk, I just like have it going while I'm pumping away, doing the data entry, doing, you know? Uh, I'm not running around a pond or fucking worshiping the iron gods like uh joe rogan says you should you do when you listen to his pod tim almost laughed when he was saying that (laughs) yeah around the lake listening to those guys (laughs) it's like yeah i don't know who's going for a run listen to that yeah (laughs) yeah but yeah i can i definitely know there's a bunch of meatheads who are lifting weights while watching joe or maybe they are doing their cardio listening to it Hundred percent. I don't know. I feel like there, there's probably there's got to be better podcasts. I hope there's a podcast out there where it's just like a coach kind of guy who just like yells into the podcast thing. It's just him screaming just like it. trying to pump. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you'd listen. Yeah, to obviously. One more. Yeah. You listen to Jocko Willenick's pod without a guest. I don't know him. Like you do. Yeah, without you've a guest. Looked him up. You've looked him up. Oh. He's the bald. I? He's the bald guy. Kind of look, wears the black T-shirt like you've got on right now always, and he's a. Uh, He's been on the Joe Rogan pod a few times, but he's yeah, got like, a know. clothing company in Maine. He used to be a U.S. Navy SEALs, and he's just yeah. all about that. Well, he must have just been real born because I don't remember yeah. this guy at all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, <laughs> he's like a cop on on steroids. Like he just a cop like, on steroids. He's like if David Goggins like, literally had sex and then that was their baby. No, he's not a cop. He has some cool ass business making jeans or something in the middle of Maine. Uh, nice. somewhere in u.s and but uh he was a marine or, or navy seal sounds like a cia front yes yeah something like that he's a navy seal or something <laughs> like that one of those cia fronts that joe rogan works with like black rifle navy, yeah uh, <laughs> but yeah he would post his like 5 30 watch all the time and like you know worship morning morning iron worship or whatever the fuck and uh nice. just just get the fan get the fans gassed up and like i respect that that's I the way think, to be yeah, the other one I do is the solo uh, Joey Diaz pods. I think those would be motivating. Yeah, they're always motivating. When he me. gets goading, when he's ranting, yeah. you can just do anything. Listen to that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss that guy. But I go, I don't got a buck to spend yeah. on a Patreon unless I'm going. He'll be back. Yeah, yeah, eventually. He's not just gonna go retire in Jersey. No, just he, waiting out the disease. He's, he's, yeah, he's doing a semi retirement uh he's just cutting the expenses by the sounds of it yeah (laughs) but uh yeah no way i'm giving anyone a buck a month on patreon but i would (laughs) donate to paypal.me slash rap drugs pod or buy merch from any um pod like i don't know history hyenas or rap drugs at teespring.com slash stores slash rap drugs you know so like we yeah. got the legit merch store set up. 
we're accepting donations, but we don't want to charge you guys like assholes once a month automatically off the credit card. We're, we're just saying, just send 500 bucks right now and we'll keep doing it for free for the next 500 weeks. Or maybe if no one sends us any money, we'll make a 20 buck a month Patreon. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> get you get you hooked, get you addicted, and then move to cash only, motherfuckers. We'll yeah. create our own website, actually. Sam Harris. Style. Bitcoin. We're <laughs> gonna make our own cryptocurrency. Yeah, exactly. You can trade 500 BTCs in for one of our coins. <laughs> <laughs> one Some, bong, one bong toke production coin. Yeah, BTC as well. <laughs> BTPC. Yeah. <laughs> Not to be confused with Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah better than coming soon coming soon yeah exactly (laughs) it is definitely better than bitcoin because unlike bitcoin uh it's real there's a real object backing it yeah (laughs) me yeah yeah exactly (laughs) the pod (laughs) this microphone (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know how all these uh fiat currencies are and they're trying to be backed by nothing like u.s breaking off the gold they're backed off of uh data numbers and shit or something in in pod we trust that's (laughs) (laughs) that's the btpc yeah so yeah if you send some money to the paypal.me slash rap drugs pod we'll get you on that early for free uh if you do got bitcoins you want to send us you know you're just trying to get rid of that illegal cash let us know. We'll set up a wallet. We'd love to get hooked yeah. up by the fans. <laughs> Whatever way you want to pay us, we'll figure it out. But yeah. Uh, what the fuck were we talking about before getting into that? Nothing, really. We were nice. just rifting there. Nice. Just the usual. Yeah. Did you... Uh, you want to talk about fucking Marilyn Monroe's daughter? I don't know, man. That that article's too crazy for me. <laughs> Though I'm willful- it's whack, is it? I don't know. <laughs> is it not real? It seems, like it, whack it seems like it could be a good uh, fictionalized, you know, tale retelling. Yeah. I wasn't able to. Then don't don't do it. Then. Yeah. Who knows? I didn't. I didn't get the chance to look too deep into it either, because. Uh, I got tricked. I'm lazy. As per usual, yeah. G- going through Twitter, right? Yeah, that's, this is a that's this where has been a rush. That's where it happens. <laughs> yeah, this Since, has been a rush pod. We uh we got banned from IG. Yeah, <laughs> not too long ago. Yeah, so might not be able to see this one for a couple weeks or something. We're not really sure. We're August, we're in the midst of trying to August twenty Instagram. August twenty fifth, we get out of the jailhouse of IG. But yeah, we yeah. were. Our account was getting too hot. I don't know. Maybe somebody stole our password or hacked us or some shit. Maybe Todd answered. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. Instagram seemed to think that we were using some sort of Twitter bot or some, some follow bot. I do have an app that shows us who unfollowed us, but I'm not going to pay for like who's blocked us or who. So block us all you want or like any of that other extra stuff. Like I'm not going to pay for shit. Yeah, we just like yeah, we can do for in. free. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. I have an app that shows me who unfollows me. So once in a while, I logged into that, but I haven't for like days, and it just kicked me out. I don't know if it was because I yeah. was uh, liking too many posts, 
Like I, I think it's just they, they get upset that when your account grows too fast because they're not paying any money, they want you to pay for ads. Yeah. I think that's all it is. Yeah, exactly. They have an ad system going and they're trying to crack down. Yeah, 100%. We don't pay for ads. We chose a business. Uh, and not, yeah. And they know I didn't get my personal IG back. So they're <laughs> mad at me too because they're like, they want my photo ID, Facebook does. They've asked me to upload it because I said I was uh, yeah. born this year. Even though I've had my account for 13 years, they said I was under 13 and need to send a photo ID because I was trying to le- delete my birthday off Facebook, which you can't. <laughs> no one which tells you can't. that before you sign up. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, so signed up for Facebook in high school. If anyone here hasn't signed up for Facebook and Instagram yet I would and WhatsApp, I would just recommend don't get social media. Like Apple and Android are already tracking you enough. Like, yeah, fuck all that shit. Don't even are, use those phones. If you go get are, a phone that was made like twenty years ago, yeah, flip. If you do get social media, get a VPN on your computer. Only access it from your computer. Don't put any of your real personal information. Like, these if you don't have tape covering your camera. Your you're an idiot. That doesn't matter. That's that's a little extreme. I think video. Mark Zuckerberg does it. <laughs> yeah, I know a lot of people do it. A lot of art, a lot of journalists do it. Mark Z- Zuckdoggy does it. But like, if your net worth's like negative fifty thousand or whatever, most of us people that went to university or college, yeah, or like Todd, like zero, like you can't yeah. go up or down if you don't do anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's most of our fans they can't get credit <laughs> i've been collecting bitcoins for years they know it they're on to me yeah exactly the government wants their tax money all, but all my drug money <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly we'll mail you if you if you send us bitcoin we'll mail you heroin cut laser yeah. fentanyl <laughs> and cocaine <laughs> it's just meth in it fentanyl <laughs> a meth fentanyl mix <laughs> just like chris farley used to do methamphetamine <laughs> yeah, yeah it's a liquid form very potent uh, <laughs> <laughs> you inject it directly into the spinal cord exactly and it comes in cbd it, we distribute it in cbd containers so that no one realizes it's illegal drugs so like <laughs> you can also sell it as cbd at your local gas station or wherever if you like really are feeling bold yeah like they're right under the cops there yeah, if you're feeling really them. smart, you can cook it, smoke yeah. it, snort it, do whatever after that. Cooking it's really the best way to go. Yeah, exactly. Methafentanyl, <laughs> made directly by Todd and Jay. Yeah. Uh, this uh, message is approved. <laughs> copyright rap drugs pod. <laughs> we gotta, gotta clip that out, put it out on the banner. Front, yeah. front of the rap drugs pod. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the new motto. <laughs> mail us your bitcoin <laughs> we'll e-transfer you drugs <laughs> <laughs> or vice versa or whatever how i don't know how this shit works i don't use technology i just do it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah exactly we're uh i don't know if you guys heard in the live stream if you were here we were saying we need a uh someone to produce the pod fuck that we don't want any help uh we don't want anyone else getting involved because they're going to steal too much of our ideas. Uh, <laughs> it's already happened before. <laughs> It'll happen again. Don't let us get into the story. <laughs> That's for another pod. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. 
it's all this is all bootstrapped and self-funded and uh built from scratch so right now it's pretty pretty uh i guess low qual for lack of a better term but low qual lo-fi yeah. whatever they say but we're we're it's got high personality though exactly and if you didn't notice we're making it fucking better every single week yeah so yeah we're gonna do whatever we can to make it better for y'all even jason if has moved out of the closet into a bigger room yeah so exactly. he's no longer in a tiny space exactly i'm <laughs> i'm not allowed to disclose where i am still though unfortunately yeah uh, not allowed to podcast here well we're still clearly in the bunker <laughs> yeah uh it's pretty no, big I, can't, I don't know if i should admit that we got in trouble i don't know if i should on the bunker before <laughs> sorry we should have consulted the lawyer first <laughs> yeah exactly we almost got kicked out of the bunker commune for uh speaking about the bunker <laughs> last time so don't bring it <laughs> <up>. <laughs> don't bring it yeah up. We also got uh, the Twitter up and running. We haven't had Twitter going too much yet. Yeah, we, so, we didn't really do any Twitter. I followed like six or seven comedians or some shit. Yeah. And uh, then so, I was just like only posting to IG. And I have my own Twitter, but Todd doesn't have a Twitter. So so I've been, I've been running this Twitter account. If you want to see my funny joke jokes and my, my retweets and me trying to piss off other people on twitter you know follow us like yeah. my shit yeah or don't Twi- that's fine yeah too. twitter's a different breed of comedy like it's <laughs> it's really deadpan it's it's weird some sometimes weird it's not place. deadpan but yeah it's a weird place twitter it just in general is like a weird place yeah, it's the only definitely. social media where you're like feel like you're hanging out like in different rooms you know what i mean like you click on a tweet and there's like all these people talking and they're all talking the same way. And you're like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? Yeah. <laughs> well, then, and then it's, I don't know. Reddit is kind of similar, but a lot different. There's yeah. no pictures on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, tw- Twitter for sure with all the, the pictures and text and shit definitely can be uh, quite the echo chamber. <laughs> but at the same time too, a lot of the stuff on Twitter, you, you can't tell if people are serious or not ever no i feel like, like yeah. <laughs> yeah like if anyone's like i don't think anyone's serious about q on twitter like not even like michael flynn and stuff like I they're all know, tr- trolling some of those guys <laughs> i think it's I don't know if you see the, the trump chat.org that's out now all these q guys were pushing it hard nice <laughs> no we might have to live stream there it's it's like just 24 7 they, apparently all the q people feel like they're getting shut down so they're moving to the trump chat where they can safely talk about trump i was like did you not see my retweet i was i think i i don't know if i seen it but i might it was i, I was like if you uh if you trump, you're like afraid trump. of other people's ideas yeah. <laughs> or if, if the word democrat makes you uncomfortable yeah go to the trump chat.com or dot org yeah. well man i i don't know why the discourse is so strong it's like what do you mean by that well uh my i was just hearing today about another story too in south dakota there was some bikers i guess that were getting uh harassed by antifa like so yeah on the other end of the spectrum i'm saying uh yeah these these guys have found their way out out of uh <laughs> Oregon and Washington and North California 
they're getting too far west into the wild wild west so they're yeah. in south dakota trying to uh, start some anarcho-communism exactly they push a biker some a few guys who uh p- potentially hell's angels end up chasing this these guys down this group of guys so it's a uh, okay the hell's angels seem to be fucked up or like either just doing their damn hell's angels thing all testosterone out coked out methed out they beat up the antifa people start start yeah start handling the antifa people but then the cops come in and protect them <laughs> so these guys have defund the police signs getting the cops coming in and oh that's funny them out. well the the cops are all why were they picking a fight with hell's bikers. angels they were they didn't realize what they were doing oh like it was this just is all like, a ridiculous you know, story yeah because you know how the i i'm gonna have to find the link of the story or whatever yeah well but, i feel like i feel like defund the police was just like a a, a poor choice of words i feel it, like they should have went with it like was, it was a it was the choice of words they wanted todd for the the well, people that infiltrated the Black Lives Matter movement. See, that's what I think. They, I think that was the that's the problem. Like people keep explaining, like there's a better way to do it, and like yeah, they they they, they keep posting like you know defund the police, but they mean like they don't mean that really as much as like these Antifa people seem to mean like let's get rid of the police and be the police. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there are certain people that want to be communists it's, and don't yeah. trust in the corporate state. They're called Q and they're called Antifa. Somehow they agree on that one subject <laughs> where <laughs> there's a deep state. <laughs> but one yeah. of them supports the military. And we need to stop them with violence. Yeah, one of them supports the military industrial complex and one of them wants to be the military industrial complex. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah, I definitely think it's very, very strange how the anarchists seem to want to like remove uh government by defunding the police they don't want to yeah like like you're saying the original proper black lives matter idea is that defunding the police means refunding yeah those funds elsewhere reallocate the funds exactly exactly well it's not as snazzy and a bunch of marxists (laughs) and antifa infiltrated the black lives matter Possibly even yeah. FBI, CIA counterintelligence. Yeah. Who knows? More likely. More likely because CIA is. They, yeah, if, they were all, they'd already infiltrated Antifa. And then yeah, they convinced exactly. Antifa to infiltrate BML. Yeah, BLM, yeah. <laughs> or, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, with, with that, the, the defund the policing, it's just get less police, get less funding to the government, get less of the government. <laughs> Yeah. Bam. Now we need Bam. to switch to co- to communism because <laughs> the government's everything's in shambles. <laughs> there there was a a popular I video. I would, I would really support uh different first responders, a different type of first response. Yeah, no, I'm in support of that too. I think that's a smart idea. I just don't think that's ever going to happen. I don't think anyone who's like making these decisions cares about that shit. You yeah, know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah. Uh, they're not going to hear that stuff. But no, I was watching no. one, one video on Twitter was getting passed around a lot. It was a guy speaking. I don't know if it was a city council or some sort or something like that. But he got up and he, he just started saying how they're like organizing and they're getting ready. 
and they better open up the state <laughs> and stop. And he was like, you guys all would be wearing masks. I'd be wearing masks too if I was you. I'd be hiding my face if I was doing what you were doing. <laughs> He's serious, eh? He sounded pretty serious. He was. <laughs> he said he was getting. They were getting. They were organizing. He was. He said both. He's not threatening them, but they are organizing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Damn weird ass shit. But I I don't know what's funnier is that guy though or that it's it's just making the rounds on Twitter hardcore. <laughs> I think I think the context. Yeah. Of Twitter is what makes it funnier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh follow us on Twitter now. We're trying to get the followers up. We're following a lot of folks already. Uh just like on IG, we got a lot of we follow a lot of people. Sometimes you guys post dumbass shit so we have to just unfollow you. So beware of that. <laughs> but yeah, definitely uh we're trying to get on more platforms and we're planning on getting kicked off of all the ones we're on already. So pretty yeah. soon the live streams move to Twitch. Uh, so be ready for when that happens. Maybe we'll just be yeah. doing the live stream on Twitch and then posting the the Zoom call or the redo of the live, the edit of the live stream or whatever the hell over here. Or maybe we'll end up uh, yeah doing different stuff on different platforms eventually. We'll see what happens. Maybe we'll end up on Vimo because we'll get deleted off so much shit. Yeah, exactly. TikTok. We're in yeah. we're in Canada, so I don't know what's happening to TikTok here. Spotify only. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Spotify September first, twenty twenty. Once they give us that big deal. Well, they came that to big us first. Ten million dollar deal. <laughs> yeah. Ten yeah, we turned them down. Ten million an episode. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Joe Rogan's taking a hundred million. He's gonna release one episode a week, starting with Spotify. Then he's gonna be like, "I, you guys said don't change anything. This is what I want to do now." <laughs> oh you want two episodes that's gonna be 200 million that'd be so funny genius i wonder what the what's in the contract i don't think we do that though yeah i wonder what's in the contract from what he makes it sound it's just there's almost nothing in it. it's just not a piece possible. of paper that that's says like joe rogan will only do spotify the video only full length video will be through Spotify. I'm gonna stop watching yeah. it. Only watch clips and listen to it. <laughs> just uh, just cause Spotify is gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna do that shit. Fuck that. I hate exclusive. Or straight, whatever you're. I don't into. like Joe Rogan that much. Yeah. <laughs> There's other people on the internet. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah, I never went to Infowars.com, but I do yeah, think. Yeah, I guess Jones I'm going to Alex hilarious. Jones. Yeah. I hear, Joe Rogan's going, going, selling out. Yeah, I'm gonna be watching Alex Jones only on. Uh, I guess I'm buying YouTube. supplements now that he's back on YouTube. You already were with from. Where'd you buy an Alpha Brain and Cash App in it? <laughs> yeah, I know, but now I gotta get the other supplements. True, true. Yeah, you and know, no, can't forget. I used to only get one Alpha Brain. Now I gotta buy like yeah. seven. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, my biggest problem is my home security system. Like that's obviously a given, but. Uh, my insurance, all these guys have me shopping my insurance every friggin' three days or two days. Because <laughs> they all get these different ads. What like, are you talking about? Everyone's doing Blue Chew too. I never know whose code to put in. It's, I feel bad. 
Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing. If Blue Chew came to me, I don't care how much money you'd have, I'd probably say no. <laughs> Same with Manscaped. I'd say fuck you. Yeah. When they send me that plaque, I'm sending it right back. <laughs> the the YouTube, oh, you, YouTube plaque? <laughs> Yeah, let's all know. We'll have a video of us fucking smack throwing it off a tall yeah. building. <laughs> we'll throw it off a building and like just fucking like just start beating it with sledgehammers. <laughs> Go fucking office space on it, you know, and shit, then just shit on it. <laughs> yeah, just start peeing on it and just fucking <laughs> we'll mail it back like that. <laughs> Man, we'll the first they send you silver. That's true. Yeah, garbage. Yeah, yeah. What's they do? They send you one at ten million too. Mr. I don't know. Mister Beast probably got a cool one or something. I feel like it's probably gonna change though as the days go on. There's too many people with like a million followers. Yeah, but yeah. Oh man, the PayPal mafia. Remember how we were talking about them last episode when we spoke about Elon Musk a little bit? Did you know? So Elon Musk started like five hundred different companies on that. Thing. Okay. Let me bring up the PayPal Mafia for you. Because the two guys who started YouTube are also part of the PayPal Mafia. Yeah. So that kind of makes me wonder, like, are these guys trained by intelligence or have a name? The PayPal Mafia guys? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know much about these guys. Yeah, and there's not much on Wikipedia, unlike a lot of these other topics that are on Wikipedia. And like Elon Musk is South African. So, yeah, but that is that doesn't mean anything. New World Order. So yeah, the PayPal <laughs> New World Order is a group of former oh, PayPal I forgot. employees. He was a lizard. Yeah, and founders who have since founded and developed additional technology companies such as Tesla Inc., LinkedIn, Palantar Technologies, a private American software company that specializes in big data analytics, founded by Peter Thiel, SpaceX, Square slide kiva youtube yelp and yammer most of the members attended stanford university or university of illinois at urbana champaign at some point in their studies i don't even know half of those things so originally paypal was a money transfer service offered by a company called confinity confinity confetti confinity is what the company was called Sounds like confetti. Sounds like. Sounds like an con- asshole saying confetti. A con, yeah. It was well, it was Peter Thiel's original company. <laughs> Sounds like a con. Confinity, like they're conning you. It's forever. an impotent con. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then X.com was an online bank founded by Elon Musk in November 1999. So, with that, PayPal was born. Uh, and X.com was renamed PayPal and purchased by eBay in 2002. That ended up being for $1.5 billion. So all the boys, part of the club, got their 100 milli, got a whatever split they deserved from it. Yeah. Elon Musk was running a site on his own versus the other. There was other three guys who were doing their site together. So Elon Musk may have gotten three times as much money as Peter Thiel. <laughs> who knows? Who's that? Uh, one of the guys who di- started Confinity. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Peter so, Thiel. Elon Musk may not even be 
CIA and it's just these other three that are. Who knows? I, I'll have to read more into content. That, that makes more sense to me. They all seem <laughs> yeah. like they're in the background, you know? And Peter they're, Thiel they're, loves Trump, too. Which we suck. know CIA loves Trump. Because uh, he's all easy of to handle. Or maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I never know. Well, Bill Barr <laughs> and uh, has a job from him. So does Mike Pompeo. Yeah, I guess so. And they're eh? sticking around, telling him what to do. So, yeah, really weird shit. But yeah, the original PayPal employees had difficulty adjusting to eBay's more traditional corporate culture, kind of like me. And within four years, all but 12 of the first 50 employees had left. They remain connected as social biz- and business acquaintances. Both those need citations. So we can't verify for sure that they are um, doing experiments together at Abu Ghraib or um, eating adrenochrome at Bohemian Grove or fucking okay. kids at They're, they're probably just having regular orgies <laughs> all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wife swaps yeah. like normal billionaires. Yeah. Exactly. They go to parties and present each other's daughters. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not- for land. <laughs> land. <laughs> yeah. They're just lining up their kids for arranged marriages. Nothing out of the ordinary. Not yeah. Jeffrey Epstein times. So, <laughs> and a number of them worked together to form new companies in subsequent years. This group of PayPal alumni became so prolific, the term PayPal mafia was coined. And that is from New York Times in 2006. The term Ooh. gained even wider exposure when a 2007 article in Fortune magazine used the phrase in its headline and featured a photo of former PayPal employees in gangster attire, which is uh, <laughs> probably going to be the cover of this pod. <laughs> That's Wikipedia. Nice. But yeah, you guys will get to see it when uh, this goes live. So yeah, the original paper. Wait, I already read that shit. <laughs> Members were Peter Thiel, the Don of the PayPal mafia. <laughs> Max Levchin, founder and <laughs> technology offer, sometimes called the consigliere. So he took care of shit, the, te- the tech champion. Elon Musk, founder of X.com, which was acquired by Confinity, later became a co-founder of Tesla, which then brought him to found SpaceX, Neuralink, OpenAI, The Boring Company, and is a chairman of Solar City. So a lot of companies up to a lot of fucking wild ass shit that you would expect the government to be doing. Uh, David Osak and has a lot of government employees within SpaceX, for example, tons of military uh, board members and executives. Uh, David Osak's former PayPal COO later founded Genie.com and Yammer. Scott Bannister, former Ironport CTO and PayPal board member. Rolif Botha, former PayPal CFO who later became a partner of venture capital firm Sequoia Capital. And then Steve Chain and Chad Hurley, a PayPal engineer and a PayPal web designer who co-founded YouTube. David Gosbeck, former PayPal technical architect, co-creator of Gosbeck Levchin Test, co-founder of Matterport Inc., a digital 3D modeling company. Reed Hoffman, former executive vice president who later founded LinkedIn. So where business people posted their histories online and was an early investor in Facebook, Aviary, Friendster, Six Apart, Zynga, Ironport, Flickr, Dig, Grocket, Ping.fm, Nanozolar, Care.com, Newton, Congregate, Blast.fm, Ning, and Technorati. I literally have only heard of like Facebook. (laughs) 
And, yeah, I know. And Flicker and Dig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know those. Yeah. And then Ken Sounds Howry. Lame. Yeah, very. Ken Howry, PayPal CFO, who became a partner at Founders Fund. Eric M. Johnson, who wrote the book PayPal Wars, became chief executive author of WND Books and co-founded Cap Linked. Jared Kwame, former PayPal engineer who also co-founded YouTube. The first YouTube video, Me at the Sioux, uploaded by Karim on April 23rd, 2005. So uh, just 15 years and a bit, a few months. <laughs> Pretty crazy to think of how much shit's on YouTube now and how many people go to it for their entertainment. Uh, yeah, I know. Didn't he sell it though? Is that the original? Yeah, it's all or the, he just purchased the it? guys who all created it and then ended up selling it to Google. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they sold it to their friends. Yeah, the CIA. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And they, well, they're CIA, and they sold it to other CIA people. Kind of yeah. like the Chinese. They really just laundered each money other in Toronto. <laughs> they didn't sell anything. <laughs> yeah. They just like laundered a bunch of drug money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. They t thousands and thousands of dollars in drug money was used to buy you YouTube <laughs> by the CIA <laughs> running Google. Or Incutel or whatever that is. <laughs> you heard it here first. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that that we did a lot of research to come to that point. Uh, don't fact check it because you can't find the facts because um, the, they're our only sources, here. Our sources have remained confidential <laughs> for their own safety. Uh, yeah, we <laughs> we know that they are trying to steal all the water. <laughs> <laughs> exactly yeah and yeah the rest of the paypal mafia is kind of lame uh russell simmons and gerald stoppelman co-founded yelp inc and uh yishan wong a former engineer manager of paypal later worked at facebook and became the ceo of reddit so nice. these guys run the internet you think joe rogan's intellectual dark web is interesting like the paypal mafia yeah. is the internet of today and you think it was an accident today. that the military invented the internet and then just let everybody else use it? They waited a while until they knew. They had plans going. They were like, we got these guys in key places. You know, yeah. people didn't even think they were going to use computers. Back in the 90s, everyone was like, fuck that. Yeah. Yeah. The I CIA forced people. I can't believe how ball and chain the, to the cell phone everybody is. But yeah, yeah I, I try to only use it for work. Uh, that's why I don't have a personal IG anymore. Didn't bother getting it back. Uh, just a personal <laughs> Twitter because like Twitter can have some really interesting shit and you can keep up on news. Yeah. You can not post for years and get back into it if you feel like I it. I kind of low-key hate all of them. Yeah. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, I love putting out my shit. Yeah, and keeping up with some other stuff's good. It's just like the algorithms that ruin it. Yeah. But yeah, to finish off with the PayPal Mafia, the PayPal Mafia is sometimes credited with inspiring the reemergence of consumer-focused internet companies after the dot-com bust of 2001. PayPal Mafia phenomenon has been compared to the founding of Intel in the late 1960s by engineers who had earlier founded Fairchild Semiconductor after leaving Shockley Semiconductor. They're discussed in journalist Sarah Lacey's book, Once You're Lucky, Twice You're Good. According to Lacey, the selection process and technical learning at PayPal played a role 
but the main factor behind their future success was the confidence they gained there. Their success has been attributed to their youth, the physical, cultural, and economical infrastructure of Silicon Valley, and the diversity of their skill sets. PayPal's founders encouraged tight social bonds among its employees, and many of them continue to trust and support one another after leaving PayPal. An intensely competitive environment and a shared struggle to keep the company solvent, despite many setbacks, also contributed to a strong and long-lasting camaraderie amongst former employees. So very interesting stuff there. Very interesting stuff there. And yeah. Real interesting. Linked to the back to the traitorous eight, like Todd said, the the people that built Intel and what we know as computers today. Uh, possibly also another CIA psyops. Or maybe these are just by chance cap- yeah. capitalism does. Like I'm not saying it is for sure. I'm just saying like uh Take everything with a grain. Yeah, I think it's more so just like an accident of capitalism. From what I understand, all those big computer companies, like a lot of that stuff was based on military stuff that they just patented. You know what I mean? Like the military invents this hardware, then they patent it and use it and market it. These guys were all just marketing people like Edison, you know? Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, like... It would be very sm- yeah. It's probably more likely government infiltrates later rather than vice versa. Because yeah, I mean the government would ruin it. Like exactly, that's what they do. They that's why stuff. China can't keep <laughs> stay ahead. They're like we can't be in charge of shit. We just take stuff that works. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. That's why they even had to outsource all the internet research and building to university researchers. Yeah that's like the what the one thing that the american government has figured out that they don't know how to fucking do anything well, <laughs> i think i think wiz khalifa has said it best though like there's an individualism that's on um like that the more res- rules and regulations and restrictions you put onto it the worse it becomes it's like the reason why navy seals aren't controlled the same way the rest of the army is like you want some guys to be loose off on the juice and like kind of that flash, that spark and that spark can create a wildfire. And these guys know how to control the wildfire, but they don't know how to create that spark. They, they, they don't know how to create the drought that creates that spark. Like, yeah, the individuals can, they have this idea and this vision that if it goes untethered, it can, if you build it, they will come. And that doesn't mean that Tesla is going to get 100% of the market share. It means like if, te- if Elon Musk has enough money and wants to get people to Mars, the military and NASA will join forces and take his money. And with any luck, they'll get to Mars. Maybe they won't. Yeah. But they'll like. <laughs> Hopefully. They'll, the people will Maybe. come and they'll do what you tell them to do and everybody's going to put everything they can on the line to either keep yeah. the smoke and mirrors going or, like Enron style or to take over the world Microsoft style. Uh, yeah, like what, 100%. But, so yeah, fake it till you make it is sometimes what these companies do as well. Yeah. 
but the I mean, we're becomes, also just like speculating. Like, I'm not an expert or anything. What I do know, I is I that did we go are to school already for business. I know a little. <laughs> oh, oh, Jason, Jason is a big fucking educated expert. He's I'm got not a PhD an expert, but I, and knows something about but I, something. Thinks he's better than the rest of us. I do. I did have a lot of uh, <laughs> lear- learning into the how the elite operate through getting these accounting credits and auditing. I, I specifically have done like case studies on Enron. Yeah. Yeah. Along with watching I don't the flight. That is. Is dope. Enron is like this company that basically took over the man, the electricity grid in California and would like do like energy swaps which is something it's kind of like a fake thing (laughs) so they ended up getting caught for fraud nice and uh it was all shambles on the books and yeah they tried to rip off the california government to make up for it and the california government's still kind of paying through the nose for those mistakes they didn't bribe the right people then eh? yeah i think well they think they did it was just like so wrong it just didn't like Enron, the smartest guys in the room. I'd recommend anybody watch that, but yeah, it's American energy commodities and services based company. It claimed to have a hundred billion dollars in revenue in the year 2000. (laughs) Yeah. And then it went bankrupt December, 2001. So yeah, there was, there was a lot of crazy, crazy shit, but California's deregulation specifically is what part of what there was they fucked up california for yeah is it arnold schwarzenegger i'll read this quickly no not really during october 2000 daniel scotto the most renowned utility analyst from wall street suspended his ratings on all energy companies conducting business in california because the possibility that the companies would not receive full and adequate compensation for the deferred energy accounts uses the basis for the california deregulation plan plan enacted during the late 1990s so basically he expected california was not going to be able to afford the power (laughs) which ended up happening and there was rolling blackouts throughout california so five months later pacific gas and electric was forced into bankruptcy republican senator phil graham husband of enron board member wendy graham and also the second largest recipient of campaign contributions from enron (laughs) Succeeded in legislating California's energy commodity trading deregulation. Despite warnings from prominent consumer groups, which stated that this law would give energy traders too much influence over commodity prices. The legislation was passed during December 2000. As the periodical Public Citizen reported, because of Enron's new unregulated power auction, the company's wholesale services revenue quadrupled. From 12 billion in the first quarter of 2000 to 48 billion in the first quarter of 2001. After the passage of the deregulation law, California had declared a total of 38 stage three rolling blackouts until federal regulators intervened during June 2001. These blackouts occurred as a result of poorly designed market system that was manipulated by traders and marketers, as well as poor state management and regulatory oversight. Subsequently, Enron traders were revealed as internationally encouraging the removal of power from market during California's energy crisis by encouraging suppliers to shut down plants to perform unnecessary maintenance as documented in recordings made at the time. 
These acts con contributed to the need for rolling blackouts, which adversely affected many businesses dependent on a reliable supply of electricity and inconvenienced a large number of retail customers. This scattered supply increased the price and Enron traders were thus able to sell power at premium prices, sometimes up to a factor of 20 times its normal peak. Hmm. So that's the problem when uh, you mix Enron, you mix government with politics. George Bush, sitting U.S. president at the time of Enron's collapse, received three hundred and twelve thousand five hundred to his campaigns and four hundred and thirteen thousand eight hundred to his presidential war chest and inaugural fund. Nice. So none of these guys went to jail, did they? Like the Enron guys? Yeah, yeah, they got fucked up. They went to jail for fraud. Oh, did they? <laughs> yeah. Nice and insider training and stuff. And yeah, Dick Cheney sitting U.S. Vice President at the time of Enron's collapse met with Enron executive six times to develop a new energy <laughs> policy. He refused <laughs> to show minutes to Congress. <laughs> did you get a, did you see that Sashi Baron Cohen interview with Dick Cheney where he gets him to sign that, uh, uh, what's called, waterboard? He's like, sign my water. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> you did it. It's awesome. And, he, and then he goes like, which, which war was your favorite war? And Dick Cheney's like the Gulf War. <laughs> nice. nice. His operation. Yeah. <laughs> what an egotistical bastard. Yeah. The only war we won and lost <laughs> at the same damn time. <laughs> but no, they've, uh, I don't know if they've won any war. Like, has there been any country where they've been able to deoccupy? Without uh, help, Granada, maybe, maybe there's Islands. probably still you know there. like island countries. Yeah, yeah. That you can eat a banana country, you know. Yeah, Virgin Islands. <laughs> yeah, those places. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, not saying the PayPal mafia is government. Just saying government's probably infiltrated most of those companies, and some of those guys possibly could be government. But uh, we, we also know that business nowadays is just about breaking the law and hoping it catches up to you. Like, yeah. like Uber and uh, <laughs> Prince Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even doing business though, is he? <laughs> He's an arms dealer or something. Alan Dershowitz. Alan Dershowitz there. Is that better? <laughs> but yeah, Chapo Trapos. Oh, I, I meant to speak about this earlier. Chapo Trapos was talking about this crazy story where uh so alan dershowitz was kind of taking care of these two kids who got accused of like murdering either their parents or their family or something and it was very clear they weren't but he was too busy uh, working on another thing for claus van buren so i recommend either watch reversal of fortune a 1990 barbara schroeder film or listen to this uh, Chapo Trapos episode 446 or do both but it's, yeah <laughs> it's very crazy story about a real life story where Alan Dershowitz um, Harvard law guy stuck up for this Claus Van Bulo who um, an, not really an elite but a millionaire in the 80s and his wife's family was like multi-millionaires so they were they were elite uh, ended up killing his wife <laughs> and uh maybe it wasn't his fault or uh he was just administering it wasn't his fault 
maybe it wasn't his fault. He was just administering her insulin, but uh, they kind of go deep on it and get into it. Uh, huh. Reviewing the film and like analyzing Dershowitz <laughs> at that time and how egotistical maniac he was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as well as like a creep. <laughs> to uh now what we know about him being part of the epstein scandal and sticking up for it and like saying ridiculous things like i've i've never had sex in my entire life i actually don't even have a penis (laughs) anyone who knows me well would know i don't have a butthole either (laughs) the only the only whole orifice i have is on my orifices i have is on my head so my wife's always watching those <laughs> or whatever uh, Dershowitz would say to get out of something. Sounds like Kim Jong-un. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but Same yeah. guy. Yeah. All friends with Trump. Yeah, exactly. Same, <laughs> Same guy, different uh, affiliation. Just different. one's further, further west than the other. <laughs> yeah. Like one's on this side of the Pacific Ocean, the other's on the other side. <laughs> they're actually the same guy also north korea i heard isn't even a real place i'm pretty sure it's actually uh it's the same clip they keep playing those aren't even real people there is no such thing as north korea <laughs> yeah there's just korea and then there's the part of korea you don't go to that's it yeah which is also <laughs> i heard it first from eddie bravo <laughs> oh really <laughs> That's how yeah. you know it's factual. That's how you know. He told me to check it out, and I said, it was, I was like, okay, this has got to be legit. I will check it out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's a Brazilian, he's a jiu-jitsu genius. He must be a real genius, too, right? Or, he, I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think Eddie Bravo is, I don't know if he's too far down the rabbit hole or if he is just drinking upstream. And, uh, you know, wants to be aware of the going-ons or potential going-ons before the rest of us. Like, that's the other thing. I think a lot of people just follow Q because sometimes it leads you to true stories. Yeah. Most of the time, it's a bunch of nonsense that they're actually trying to peddle. But Eddie Bravo is like even a, a flat <laughs> And he's earther. one of them. He's that's a flat the- earther. He's a Trump supporter. <laughs> That's the hardest one, the hard, most hardcore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like the fuck with people. I just go up to them and I'm just like, look, it's not round. I can fucking see straight right now. Look at how flat that is. I'll just point. I'll be like. <laughs> but maybe that's it too. Maybe Eddie's if it was round, I wouldn't be able to see those trees. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maybe Eddie's trying to push the fact that, you know, flat earth is a possibility and you should question everything. And he doesn't even yeah. believe that type of shit, but it's just, it's just a, a like first a right, you know, to be able to say dumb stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of dumb stuff and the CIA, uh, sorry, we didn't get into too much psychedelics this episode, guys. A lot more of the research today. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, ex-CIA officer charged with spying for China. So Alexander Yuk Ching Mei accused of revealing classified information to the motherland. So a 67-year-old former CIA officer and contract linguist for the FBI has been charged with spying for China. 
included by disclosing secret tradecraft and information on sources to intelligence officers. After an undercover operation, prosecutors say he accepted an envelope for 2,000 US in exchange for information about his past espionage activities. He told a law enforcement officer who was posing as a Chinese intelligence officer that he wanted to see the motherland succeed. So $2,000, like not, not much cash, but he wanted to see the motherland succeed. An FBI affidavit accuses Ma, who worked for the CIA from 82 to 89 with top secret security clearance, of revealing government secrets to five Chinese intelligence officers in a Hong Kong hotel room over a three-day period in March 2001. Those secrets included information about CIA sources, international operations, staffing practices, and operational tradecraft. Prosecutors said the unnamed relative with whom Ma conspired also worked as a CIA spy, but resigned from the agency in 1983 following allegations that they used their official help, sorry, official position to help Chinese citizens enter the U.S. So the unnamed relative went out shortly after Ma joined. And then the trail of Chinese espionage is long and sadly strewn with former American intelligence officers who betrayed their colleagues, their country, and its liberal democratic values to support an authoritarian, sorry, I don't know how to talk, communist regime. Assistant Attorney John Demers, the Justice Department's top national security official, said in a statement, Ma remained in touch with Chinese intelligence officers after he joined the FBI as a contract linguist in 2004. So after he met with these Chinese officials, he became an FBI contract linguist, at which point he used his work computer to copy images of documents related to missiles and weapons system technology researched. He was charged in federal court in Honolulu with conspiring to gather and communicate national defense information for a foreign nation. Ma naturalized U.S. citizen born in Hong Kong faces up to life in prison if convicted and is due to make his first appear court appearance yesterday. No defense lawyer was listed on court records for him. Are he's so dead? Oh yeah, crazy though, but not to be expected. These uh keep your friends close, keep your enemies closer. Like that's just the classic espionage and why I've said on this pod before that anyone could be a spy. Like if you're from a, another country and you come here, it's not always just to get away. Sometimes it's to double dip or launder money. <laughs> the double dippers yeah. are, the, are the agents, the espionage ones. And the Laund money launderers are usually drug ones, but sometimes yeah. legitimate businesses or governments. I, I watched some sort of, uh, I don't know what it was, if it was a YouTube or a documentary or something. Went into New Zealand though and it showed the, it, it showed all these bunkers. There, there's a bunch of people building bunkers in New Zealand, like billionaires. Yeah. And they were talking about how they all just buy their passports. There's no, uh, they don't have to follow any of the rules. It's it's like running out all of the New Zealand people that live there because uh, they could just bypass all these rules, you know, where you got to live in the country for five years. They don't even go to New Zealand at all. They got a New Zealand passport. <laughs> wow. How do you manage this? Like, I don't know. That's, 
I guess I guess you can do that with a lot of countries though, or at least what I've heard. Yeah. Well, I always wonder, like, with like, like Kevin O'Leary has like an Irish, United States, and Canadian passport. Yeah. And I was like, how? It's just a. <laughs> it's just a way, like. Business is done, people, eh? Exactly. If you invest enough, you'll get a passport there. But also, if your parents are a citizen somewhere and they get you a passport before a certain age, it's like easier or they can get, you can get a passport later, but some countries won't let you hold passports of other countries um, or like a certain number of them. Like, I don't think you can have an Iran and a U.S. passport at the same time. No. But maybe. I knew a guy who was uh, born in Taiwan. Yep. And uh, he can't go to China now. Wow. He's that... like, his parents are Canadian. They were just living in Taiwan at the time he was born. He grew up in Taiwan for like a couple of years, but mostly in Canada. <laughs> yeah. And he's never allowed to go to China. <laughs> wow. But who would want to? <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, let's, let's give the people some psychedelics before we uh, end the show. We'll, we'll go over this uh, Mike.com article. After the pandemic, could psychedelic treatment help us heal? By Melissa Pandica, August 15. Right on. Yeah, yeah. So I'll jump right into the quote. This is huge and we're nowhere near being out of it, says Charles Grob, a professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences and pediatrics at the David Geffen School of Medicine, UCLA, whose research focuses on psychedelics of the pandemic. It's going to have a very significant impact on the general population for all sorts of reasons, such as lack of social connection, as well as loss, whether loved ones, employment, or a sense of normalcy. Stay-at-home orders might confine people with abusers, and there have been reports of a rise in domestic violence. I think people are vulnerable to being traumatized during a long-sustained pandemic. It's important to note that, thankfully, the majority of us probably won't develop PTSD, a disorder that develops in the wake of a traumatic event, with symptoms such as nightmares, flashbacks, and avoidance of reminders of trauma. The few who do do would include those who were seriously ill with COVID-19, the frontline health workers caring for them, and those who've lost loved ones to the disease, uh, says Petros Lovinus, professor and chair of the Department of Psychiatry at Rutgers, New Jersey Medical School. What about all the people that lost their businesses and their yeah. important jobs and careers were yeah. destroyed like and entertainers <laughs> that were up and comers no that weren't comedians and musicians superficial yeah at least you didn't lose a family point. member yeah exactly at least you at least your uncle that raped you yeah didn't, I, didn't die from I, covid like at what? least your family starved to death and didn't die from covid yeah exactly. <laughs> at least you could stay home with your family and get fucking beat by your father who's an alcoholic instead of have him die from covid like, yeah. like this. I don't know. Maybe we're just what being a hard paradox. on this writer. They I'm, generalized them too much. No, they I'm being thinking. hard on this professor and chair of department of psychiatry at Rutgers. Oh, is he? Was he being school. quoted? Yeah, I, I'd assume that because you're somebody who works in the medical field, you don't think yeah. that people are going to lose their jobs outside of there or that business matters. Yeah. Well, I'll say it here now. All psychiatrists are phonies. It's not real. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. If yeah, just uh, Dianetics and Scientology can help <laughs> do that stuff. If you haven't looked into it, you should uh, maybe get a, get audited and go right to your local Scientology center <laughs> right now. Do it. 
exactly. Bring is bring all the cash you have in your home and any credit cards, because uh, it can get expensive. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and uh, or just like I think you should treat it more like the casino. Just like leave all your cash and credit cards at home if you are going to go to yeah or any religious place, and then you know dip your toe in the water. If they if they are go. fine with you not having any money. You can go back. If they're not, then never go back. <laughs> never ever yeah. go back. That's that's how you can tell never if someone's give a them religious money. cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you have to give money, it's not a it's not actually a proper religion. Because that's yeah. that's like as far as I know how good churches work. Like poor people can go for free, <laughs> and rich people pay the tithings like would hope god doesn't want you to give away 10 percent. that's how taxes are supposed to work too yeah (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) but yeah taxes were were supposed to work like that um they've created all these loopholes because the people that make money are politicians and friends of politicians and donators to politicians so now middle class and lower pays most of the taxes especially in the u.s where corporations kind of get a uh, big tax breaks but yeah enough with the politics back to the article on psychedelics sorry for that bus now based on and ladies based on and uh non-gender folk or double dual gender trigender quadrigender anti-gender whatever you're into folk uh I said folk, so that should mean everybody, right? That's what the woke says. Yeah. So (laughs) based on stuff. Yeah. I think people isn't offensive, right? Yes. You're offensive to people. You're like being specious, Todd. Oh, I'm sorry? I identify as a dolphin. Oh. In a human body. I forgot about furries. I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. I can only only ejaculate... um, yeah. By the feel of fish scales. But anyway. Okay, so. <laughs> may, nothing, enough about my PTSD. Based on studies <laughs> of 9-11 and other tragedies, out of those highly exposed to the traumatic effects of COVID-19, maybe a third will develop PTSD. The rest would likely experience lingering, but less severe psychological effects, such as hyperarousal discomfort and malaise from which they would eventually recover. Yeah, as we are discussing, I got hyperarousal. But even if most of us won't emerge from the pandemic without full-on PTSD, (laughs) those who do would still compromise a small but significant portion. Grob says, compared to a war, say a wartime scenario, which would lead to a much higher incidence. Here, the trauma is more of a quiet trauma of isolation and perhaps feelings of hopelessness and helplessness. I feel like everyone already felt that. Yeah, exactly. Everyone already felt. That's why people voted Obama, right? Wasn't his slogan hope because everybody felt hopeless? Yeah, I think that's what <laughs> that's a uh, Joe Biden slogan should be help. <laughs> I can't find my keys <laughs> or something like that, you know, <laughs> yeah. help. What was I saying? <laughs> help. What was I saying? Help me. I thought you were saying that it should just be help because everybody is helpless. <laughs> yeah no, exactly and they want help so it's like help is but here. also trump has help dementia. is here also biden has dementia yeah that if i was going to run for office that would be my slogan help is here 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Mine would be let it burn. <laughs> or this is your fault. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Four more years of the other guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> yeah, and so you'd get PTSD if me or Todd became the leader of your country. You may get PTSD yeah. from COVID. Uh, there's a collective sense of vulnerability to this virus. People can lose purpose and meaning, impairing their ability to function and eroding their sense of self. Just like what we've seen happen from Trump being in office and Joe Biden um, becoming the presidential nominee, people are losing their sense of self. Uh, and just jumping onto the Antifa or the Q or the Black Lives Matter or, or the Joe Biden train, even though they don't support that, they wanted Bernie or Elizabeth Warren, or voting for Trump because they're libertarian now and they don't, they think anything's better than Biden, which I think is, in, what? <laughs> That's some weird discourse. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, should those who develop related pandemic PTSD seek the treatments currently in use, they would take medications including selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, SSRIs such as Zoloft and Paxil, and benzodiazepines like Xanax, and or exposure therapy, a broad Those are all like super addictive, aren't they? Yeah, and they also have suicidal side effects and weird shits like that. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, and or exposure therapy, a broad category of therapy true to its name requires revisiting the trauma with a therapist, says Matthew Johnson, a professor of psychiatry and behavioral sciences at John Hopkins Medicine. But yeah, Xanax was also um, what uh, Michelle McNamara was on. I'll be gone. Danny Byers. Yeah. Do Joey you know? D's on him too. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He said he was. He was getting picked yeah. on by, by some folks for it. Um, I read Barr. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but uh what what was who was the fu who the fuck was the other person i was mentioned on xanax oh yeah michelle mcnamara that's a pretty crazy hbo series i'll be gone in the dark it's about Patton okay. oswald's wife who died from a multiple drug use or whatever the heck it was um that happened yeah. to her i might have been a bunch of other things too that went were on the autopsy report with that but uh it seemed Kind of like what they did with, uh, what's his face, George Floyd, so that the cops, you can, in court, you can't make the cops guilty of first-degree murder. So, like, in court, you can't make the drug dealer guilty of first-degree murder. The pharmacist. Okay. The pharmacy company, whatever it is. <laughs> so, yeah, there was multiple <laughs> causes. Um, great documentary, great docuseries. I'd highly recommend anybody watch Crazy. it if they're interested in learning more on uh, how the Golden State Killer was found after like 30 years. And yeah, I won't give any more away because uh, if you don't know anything about it, it's really cool to watch and learn everything. Yeah, so, watch it yourself. Stop eating all those zany bars. Yeah, if you can. And, and you especially can. don't have like fentanyl to go to bed or like whatever pills yeah. somebody's handed to you. Put the slur up up in the cupboard. Stop drinking all your codeine. Yeah. I know you're getting the shakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, exposure therapy. I don't know how you'd even possibly do that for COVID. But yeah, psychotherapy has yielded pretty good results, according to Graw, but there's always room for improvement. You drastically better treatment options. Da 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 da. Income psychedelics. 
they're more similar to psychotherapy and how they work. When used correctly, they basically allow people to reap the benefits of ther therapy rather quickly. Uh, in weekly meetings over the course of one month, you could do tons of therapy. Like one clinical trial, 68% uh, of veterans, firefighters, and police officers studied no longer met the criteria for a PTSD diagnosis after just two MDMA-assisted psychotherapy sessions. So that's wild. And yeah, uh, I'm not going to go too much deeper into it because I'm. It seems like this. This is just all the rage and the clickbait, and we'll post the article below. But yeah, very uh, interesting times. I, I'd highly recommend taking psychedelics. Uh, yeah, you're in a good setting though, and set. Yeah, that's the only I thing mean, I'm like. I'm kind of. You want to send money to the PayPal? We will do the psychedelics with you. Yeah. Keep you safe. Exactly. Exactly. We can zoom together for at least forty minutes. Yeah. That'll keep you safe. Or just text us two oh two five nine four nine four six six if you're on psychedelics and uh, <laughs> want to chat. Yeah. We've also and got you just the want email. someone to do them with, you know, send us some too. Yeah, yeah. We've got the email too if you want to just write out a long novel or take some photos and send them over uh while you're tripping, we can laugh at them together later. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that that was some I really, I don't know. I'd be scared to take psychedelics in this pandemic. In this climate? Yeah. Yeah. I feel See, like it would be I, just I've, recipe for a bad like trip been, when uh, you end up next to someone in a mask or like running yeah. around outside and people want you to social distance and you're getting too close and they're all like, oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> See, knows? I wouldn't be doing that. I'd be fine. I'd be, I'm already freaked out enough for people. I want to be alone anyways. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, Half the time when I've done it, I've ran out in like a crew with a bunch of people, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I run out too, but it's like two in the morning and like I'm hiding behind dumpsters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not doing anything like that. When, where I live, not doing where, anything like that. who knows where I'd end up, but yeah, yeah, being outdoors in alleyways and that type of thing is much fun. Like you're saying. I hide from cars all the time. They scare me. That's normal. Yeah. They're, the headlights they're get you. They're very unnatural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, email or text us whatever the hell you want. You know, if you're feeling suicidal because no one's buying your merch like us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we've got plenty. We've got to update our merch. Obviously, no one's going to buy $100 shirts that are uh, whatever yeah. on Teespring. So, uh we appreciate the people that have so far, but we don't, we're not expecting anyone to buy those bong -to production shirts. We're we were just testing the platform out to start and get. Yeah. Eventually we're going to be getting in contact with some Chinese factories and pumping out some, some hardcore high quality merch. Exclusive merch. In the meantime, uh, more designs are coming soon on Teespring probably next month, you know, back to school. If that ever happens, we'll probably put out, put out a few designs so you can uh be the coolest kid in class nice <laughs> yeah. so yeah check out the show notes below if you want that link if you don't want anything just send a a dollar or 500 or six thousand or whatever to paypal.me slash rap drugs pod and uh we'll either take a homeless man out to uh the penthouse suite at trump with the six grand or uh We'll split a peanut butter sandwich with him if you send us a dollar or whatever. 
but we'll make them feel human for one day. So we'll get that all on video too. Well, uh, you know, me and the homeless dude will be uh, answering Todd's questions. <laughs> so if you want to see a cool, <laughs> pod like, cool pod like that, send a few hundred dollars because uh, we're not forcing these guys to do it for free. We want them to, we want to pay them for their time like they deserve. Yeah. Because we know no one else is going to give them any uh, jobs or money. Like us. Yeah. I exactly. only hire homeless people. Yeah. As soon as they get home, they're fired. <laughs> as soon as they get they're fired. <laughs> but no, we, we're not trying to actually like get them to do any work. We just want to hang out with them and make them feel human. So if that means, yeah. if that means getting a sick ass hotel at Trump so they can shower and get some room service and, uh, do whatever the fuck. No, or, I'll rub their feet. I guess we don't have to go to the Trump Towers. I don't know why I keep saying that. <laughs> I think of course we do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If We're going to rent thing, his room. He'd be like, come on. Come on, man. We, come on. We're not voting for Trump. We're in Canada. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, we'll, it'll be funny. But yeah, we'll, we'll, treat, we'll treat somebody right. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get you all involved in on it so we can all enjoy it. Because uh, that's the goal of the pod, you know, getting you homeless folks out there watching, your bums, your convicts, all in a better place. Uh, so you're not back in the back in the gutter. Like us. <laughs> you can just watch yeah. this ground. <laughs> <laughs> Selling oregano like it's weed. Yeah. Like yeah. us. Exactly. I don't know. I've is been that there. illegal? I've been that is that illegal? Is that, is that illegal? Or just a uh, Yeah, I'm not sure. Can they get you with uh with fake with fraud or false advertisement if it's uh if you're you're fa- fake selling an illegal product? Yeah, I think I think harm reduction. Dangerous. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, dangerous I'll, to smoke, so yeah, it's probably not allowed. Yeah, officer, I sold him meth and novocaine instead of uh cocaine because <laughs> <laughs> it was harm reduction. I told him it was cocaine and it was just drywall dust. Don't worry about yeah. it. It was mostly Adderall. <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i'm not going too crazy on that kind of stuff hopefully none of you guys are either but if you are we're not we're not ones to judge just uh stop posting it on ig so we don't have to unfollow you because we can't right now <laughs> but yeah we'll, we'll be back on sunday with more shit in the meantime we really appreciate if you like the show if you subscribe do us a big favor, share this with the other people that you think would like it. If you made it this far, especially you're a real trooper, uh, maybe just send a clip or something. So people don't think you're a fucking weirdo. Uh, pick a good clip to send. Cause we talk about some really weird shit in the full pod. You can let those people get into it on their own and be like, I was just watching that clip. I'm not, a, I'm not into Jason saying retard. I think, uh, <laughs> Dumb people have rights too. Yeah, that's what people are getting <laughs> upset about, Jason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jason says gay too much and not cis enough. <laughs> Jason is a retard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, no respect to anybody who who thinks they want to take back that word. If you do think we shouldn't be using it, comment below, email us, text us, do whatever the hell you want. Uh, but give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate it. And, uh, yeah.
We'll see you again. Peace out. Have a good evening, fam. Or whatever time of day you end up listening to the replay. <coughs> 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 <coughs>